Hello and welcome to the Glowface Digital Wellbeing Podcast. I am, of course, your host, David Talbot, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Thank you for taking the time to join with me today. If you can hear some background noise a little bit, that may be my aircon blaring through as it's pretty hot in Sydney today. So I've got a cranking right now to keep the room nice and cool as I pull together this quick podcast for the week. Now, this week's topic is about something a little bit different and something that caught my attention for the last few years about really the explosion in the health and fitness and exercise industry in particular in the last, I'd say, 10 to 15 years. Now, it's a, you know, there's probably a variety of reasons as to why that is. I think one of the main reasons, of course, is the fact that it's just better for us. It's better for us to be exercising, for us to be healthy, for us to be moving and fit, uh, be you know, building muscle. Uh, there's certainly a, a part of it that makes us feel better and makes us feel like we're more productive and, and, and you know, it's, it's overall better for our general health and well-being. So a lot of natural intuitive reasons as to why these industries have really taken off. I mean, it, it does feel as if there's probably 50 different brands of, of sports, you know, where that people have fitness where that people can get access to these days have made billionaires out of some people like the owner of, you know, the Gymshark brand. He's, he's made, you know, a billion dollar company out of just uh, fitness apparel. So there's so many fitness apparel companies out there, so many different ways that, you know, you can look the part in, in the gym or in the group class, uh, but it's really took, taken off. I feel like every second building is almost a gym these days. There's so many gyms around, so many opportunities, particularly in Sydney, hugely, hugely popular, and I'm sure it's the same in most of the Western world as well as, uh, as it really takes off. I guess if you take a step back, and uh, we can think just some really conceptual reasons as, as to why this may be, and I guess how does this relate into a podcast about digital well-being? Well, I've got, I guess, two, two key reasons as to why I think digital well-being and the fitness industry have, um, you know, are correlated and, and why you can look at digital well-being as a reason for the explosion of the fitness industry. The first reason is exercise is fundamentally difficult. It's uh, challenging. It's hard to change your body. It's hard to lose weight. It's hard to build muscle. It's a difficult undertaking. It's uncomfortable. You sweat, you move weights, you get your heart rate up to uncomfortable levels, and you just do things that don't feel very good in the short term. However, you sort of enter into this delayed gratification state where you you know invest time now for something later in the future, which is sort of the antithesis of what we do when we look at social media, when we engage with our screens. Our screens, of course, instant gratification, instant feedback, instant reward, where exercise is definitely not that. Exercise is a long, hard, difficult process of changing your body. And I think in a world that is built around convenience, in a world that is built around making our lives pretty much as easy as humanly possible. We get food delivered, we get people to do our shopping for us, we get, you know, we can sort of live life without having to really you know, only swipe a few thumbs, so to speak, swipe our thumb a few times. Um, in a world that is ultra convenient, exercise is kind of the opposite of that, right? It's not convenient, it's not easy, it's not simple. 
It hasn't been revolutionized in some way. It hasn't been disrupted by the technology industry. You know, I don't think you're going to find an AI-driven gym anytime soon, though you probably find an AI-driven exercise routine. I don't think you're going to have, you know, Apple invading this space or Facebook invading this space or, you know, and I, well, I do think, you know, of course, social networking has definitely invaded the gym space. Everyone needs to post their workout. Everyone needs to post their their content online. I guess there's nothing really wrong with sharing, you know, your, your experience. Of course, that's, that's part of what we do online, but it certainly has played a role in in the growth of the industry by sharing the different ways you can look. Of course, on so you know by exercising, that's a that's a part of what sharing that on social media is. But I do think fundamentally part of the appeal, and not so much explicitly, but more implicitly, part of the appeal of exercise is that it's difficult. Is that you enter into something that's difficult in an age in a world that is built around convenience fundamentally. The second reason that I think exercise has exploded is because of how it makes you feel whilst you do it. In fact, how it keeps you in the present moment. Our screen devices are constantly trying to take us out of the present moment. They're constantly trying to take us to the past. You know, we want to look at an old memory. We want to think about how things used to be with friends or family. We want to be somewhere else. We look at people's posts and we perhaps think about what it might like to be with them at that party or at that holiday or, you know, next to them at that restaurant, wherever it is, social media takes us to other locations. It takes us into the future, you know, where we want our life to be in a few years time. Do we want to be like family X or family Y that we think look happy? We want to be like person A or person B who's you know, strong or healthy or fit or whatever it is, do we want to be like these other people? And social media will do that to us. It will take us somewhere else, take us out of the present moment. Uh, And of course, nothing wrong with that in small doses, but when we let that control us, that's when it becomes a problem. Exercise forces you to be ultra, ultra present. Now, when you're moving weights, for example, I used to, you know, I did a lot of uh, squatting. Might not look, might not look like it when you, when you see me. I actually have a torn cartilage in my right knee because I did so much squatting uh, the last few years. I've injured myself and got a bit of arthritis, but it's probably my fault more than anything else. But I did overdo it certainly. But I did used to squat. I loved full depth squats, sort of ass to the grass squats, as you might call them. And one of the things I most enjoyed about the experience is what is that you were forced to be so present when you were doing that exercise, you know, particularly when you were going for a, a heavy working set, uh, you know, a heavy, you know, five rep max, three rep max, or even a one rep max lift, you, you are at the bottom of that squat. And your head is nowhere else. Your mind is not thinking of anything else except being in that moment, moving that weight as much as you can, struggling against that object as best as you can for that moment. And then you move it and then you do it again. You are just ultra, ultra present when you're exercising. And this goes for most every exercise. You are you know, doing a bicep curl. You're thinking about contracting your bicep. You're moving the weight in some way. Your brain is focusing on the activity at hand, particularly because it relates to number one, it's difficult. You have to be focused. But in saying that, I think that's part of the appeal is again, it goes against what our screens do. Our screens take us away from the present where exercise keeps us in the present. It keeps us 
focused on the here and now. And there must be something inside of our you know, innate human condition that goes, you know what, I'm a bit tired of being forced into thinking about the past or the future. I just kind of want to be present for 10, 15, 20 seconds. I want to be ultra, ultra present. And doing something hard like exercising is a great way for your brain to take 20 seconds, 40 seconds, a minute, however long it takes to get through that rep to be ultra, ultra present. And if you're not, if you're thinking about anything else and you're trying to do a one rep max for 100, 150 kilos, 200, however strong you may get, people get incredibly strong these days. But if you ever, you know, whatever the weight is, is that you're, you're working at, then you have to be present to achieve that goal. Uh, and I think in order to, you know, of course, to do that thing, you need to be present. So, you know, what I'm trying to say here is, again, is that the act of exercising, the difficulty of exercising by pushing your body to the extreme, it forces you to be so, so present. I mean, that's why I love doing it. I love exercising. I do a lot of CrossFit. I think it's a great sport. And I think it just keeps me focused, uh, you know, in the moment for, for 10, 15, 20 minutes, I've got to keep working, I've got to keep moving, and my brain isn't anywhere else. You know, a friend of mine described it as being somewhat meditative. It's like a meditation where you can't think, you can't be interrupted as well. That's another great thing about long, sustained training. You know, if we're doing sets and reps on our phones next to us, then yeah, we're kind of interrupted with our phone between sets and reps. But if you're doing longer workouts, again, these po- quite popular, the group classes for 45, 60 minutes, group classes in whatever format they may take. Again, really, really popular with exercise, you know, within the exercise community these days. And again, you can't be called, texted, interrupt. you choose to be interrupted, you choose to step away from the class and check your phone for Instagram, Facebook notifications, a phone call from someone, who knows what it is, but really it's, it's quite easy for you to step away from that world and say, actually, no, I'm going to be super present right in this workout. And there's an appeal to your brain, and I'm not sure what it is scientifically, but I'm sure it's there that says, hey, I just need to, I need this time to unwind from the noise, the chaos of screens and, and the constant connection that it brings and just be disconnected for a period of time and be ultra, ultra present. So there's my thoughts. There are two reasons why I think exercise has exploded. Number one, it's hard and it's odd to want to do something hard in a world built on convenience. And two, it focuses you to fo- it forces you, excuse me, to be present in a world that constantly pushes you into the past or into the future. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll be back again next week with some more thoughts around digital well-being.